Hello and welcome to Talking Sports with TK. I am Tommy Chrysan. Glad to be here. Glad to have you there. Thank you for listening to this podcast. Please share it with all your friends. This episode, Chin Music, Major League Baseball Talk. I'll be joined by award-winning author Rick Robinson. We're going to have a lot of fun today. We're going to come up with our all-time starting baseball team. We'll go each position, left-hand pitcher, right-hand pitcher, relief pitcher, designated hitter, and we'll throw in a manager. It's a lot of fun. Very subjective. A lot of the names we have, some of you youngsters will have to Google them. But we're going to have a lot of fun talking about some baseball and our all-time team, position by position. We do this annually, and it's always fun. And I hope you enjoy and share this podcast with your friends, especially the baseball people. And you can play this game, too. Get a couple of friends together around a couple of cold beers. And you can go through this. It's a lot of fun, I promise you. All right, don't forget to connect with me on social media. I'm happy to do that. Tommy Chrysan, K-R-Y-S-A-N, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, YouTube. Connect with me. Keep up with all the stuff we got going on. All right, we're going to come back with award-winning author Rick Robinson. It's time for Chin Music, talking all-time Major League Baseball lineup and the managers included. Right here on Talking Sports with TK. I'm Tommy Chrysan. Stay tuned. We continue with Talking Sports with TK. Again, I am Tommy Chrysan, about to be joined by award-winning author Rick Robinson for this episode of Chin Music. We're talking Major League Baseball. We're talking baseball, and we're going to have a lot of fun today. Rick, good afternoon. How are you? Tommy, I'm doing wonderful. I got to tell you, a couple years back, more than a couple of years back, but a, a, a long time ago, one night I went to one of my favorite restaurants here in town where I live in Kentucky called the Greyhound Grill. And I sat at the table, four or five other people, two of the people at the table were Jim Bunning and Tommy Lasorda, two Hall of Famers. And somebody did something that I have been running around in my head and doing this with folks forever. Somebody asked him the question, go around the horn and name the best players at each position. Now, if you want to get a fight started at a bar, man, here's how to get, get it started. All you got to do is bring up one of these positions, one of these places. Somebody's going to think somebody is better than the rest. It's going to be a fun evening of discussion, but I got to sit with two hall of famers and listen to it. I thought for this week, why don't you and I two non hall of famers, two people who did not pick the winner of any hall of, of any world series. Why don't you and I on Chin Music, why don't we go around the horn and we pick a couple of players? I think that's a great idea. And for those of you that might be on the younger age group, you may have to Google a name or two because Rick and I have been around for a little while. And I tell you, it's tough to pick these names out because every time I put somebody on my list, I think of two or three others. But it's fun. It's totally subjective. And uh, I'm ready to have some fun. All right. So let's start at what I think is toughest position to determine who the best kicker is. And I say that, Tommy, because as I started going through this thing, I flip-flopped around on different players. Because if you want the field commander, if that's who you want out of your catcher, you want that person that's going to have control of the whole diamond, you want Johnny Bench. If you want the person that's going to bat for average, driving a bunch of runs, you want Bill Dickey. There's one you're going to look up on Wikipedia for a lot of a lot of the younger lifters. And then you look at a guy also like uh, Josh Gibson. Is that the guy you want behind the plate? 
you know, a guy who who uh, had a the the exceptional role. He was defined the role of catcher in the Negro Leagues. All of that considered, I got to say I'm not going to go with benches to field commissioner, and I'm going to go with Josh Gibson. All right, I'm going to go with Johnny Bench because all catchers after Johnny Bench were compared to Johnny Bench. Uh, the big red machine. That's when I was really getting into baseball. So I'm going to go with Johnny Bench and a little shout out to Ivan Rodriguez. who has got like 15 gold gloves and, you know, had probably a little better arm than bench, but my catcher is Johnny Bench. That's a good, good start. And I got to say, when you're taking a look at this for the people that watch catchers today, there now is the catcher ERA. A lot of the players that are in the hall of fame, never had catcher ERA ascribed to them. And that is what is the ERA of the pitchers in the games that they have caught that is something that people look at today, but for a lot of these older players, that stat did not exist pre-1985 or thereabouts. So let's move up to first base. Again, the person that defined this position in Major League Baseball was, in fact, Lou Gehrig. But I'm going to throw another curveball out there at you, Tommy. Who was the greatest Negro League player of all time? Buck Leonard. I mean, Buck Leonard was so good that after Jackie Robinson broke the color barrier, Buck was 40 in his 40s and was offered a major league contract, no-cut contract. Didn't take it because he thought he was over the hill and couldn't play anymore. I'm going to put Roger or Buck Leonard there at first base. Well, my first baseman is a guy I had the opportunity to meet. I picked him up in New Orleans, drove about an hour north to Hammond, Louisiana with him. He gave a speech. I drove him back to New Orleans. We ended up in Pat O'Brien's on Bourbon Street and consumed uh, more than a few adult beverages. And he is a Hall of Famer. My first baseman, Pops, Willie Stargell. Good pick right there. On second base, I'm going to be a homer. I admit this. I'm, I'm my Cincinnati Red Legs. You know, I love them. And I'm going to say that there is nobody that played second base like little Joe, Joe Morgan. He had speed. He hit for power. He 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 was a vacuum cleaner in the middle of the infield. I don't know how you can not pick Joe Morgan at second base. Well, I also picked Joe Morgan because he was a five-tool player. Not that throwing's all that important when you have second base, but he could hit, hit with power. He could run, uh, defensive. Uh, who knows how many Gold Gloves? And he was a spark plug for the team and a leader, quietly a leader. Joe Morgan, and has a lot of good second basemen over the years, but I'll go with Joe you Morgan. Have to, you have to pick Joe Morgan. You have to pick some, everybody you pick in this category, you got to pick over Jackie Robinson. That's the problem yeah. with second base. Yeah. Because he had the same attributes that little Joe had. Hey, I just watched little Joe growing up. I idolized the guy. I had to put little Joe at second base. All right. Over at third base, I think – I'll be surprised if you come up with someone different, but I think at third base, I think it has to be a consensus of Mike Schmidt. Yep, I, I went with Mike Schmidt with a, with a shout out to Brooks Robinson and another shout out to one of my favorite players, Adrian Beltre, who played the position at a high level for a long time and will be in the Hall of Fame one day. But Michael Jack Schmidt, he could do it all a 5 2 player and good defensively. Uh, leader on some Phillies clubs. I got to go with Mike Schmidt. If we move over to shortstop, it's going to be interesting to see what you say here. Shortstop, I think it's got to be Ozzy, the Wizard of Oz. I'm going to put Ozzy Smith in. Uh, Ozzy Smith in there, mind you, over Barry Larkin, 
who I think comes a close second, as uh, does Cal Ripken. My shortstop, I'm going to go with the captain, the Yankee, Derek Jeter. He was a winner, clutch player, especially his batting average in tight games after the seventh inning was phenomenal. Uh, captain, a world champion, uh, entire career with one team as a player. I'm going to take Derek Jeter, you know, and again, this is tough to do because there's some grab. I love Gary Templeton at shortstop, and he, he's not a Hall of Famer, but, you know, but the guys you mentioned and Louis Aparicio from way back in the day was a heck of a shortstop. But I'm going to go Derek Jeter. I don't know in left field if you can choose anybody other than Ted Williams. Even I got though you Ted got Williams. Yes over there, even you, you got a lot of players out there. How do you do anybody different in left than Ted Williams? I got Ted Williams, uh, the bat, you know, left field. You just you can't not say Ted Williams. That's why I said it. The hardest pick in this game that you play of picking the best player at each position, the hardest pick is to pick a center fielder. You take a look at the people that have played center field. You look at the speed. You look at – Everybody from down to people like, you know, a Duke Schneider, a Tris Speaker, and you go to modern-day players like, like Ken Griffey. I don't know who you end up picking in this. I'm going to say one thing before I tell you my pick. I give a shout-out to somebody who's not in the Hall of Fame, who is the best defensive player, who had offensive stats that matches any of these guys, and the fact that Veda Pinson, number 27, Cincinnati Reds, is not in the Hall of Fame, is a crime against humanity. All that being said, it came down to me between Mantle and Mays, and I'm going with Willie Mays. Say hey in center field. Well, my center fielder happens to be one of my favorite players of all time, regardless of position. I got to go Ken Griffey Jr. Because without injuries, who knows what his numbers might look like. But uh, Ken Griffey Jr., a lot of great sweet swings from the left side of the plate. His might be the model of all of that. But I'd have to put Ken Griffey Jr., who also was a gold glover in center field defensively. He could run, he could hit, he could throw, he could hit with power. My center fielder, Ken Griffey Jr. Going to right field. I think it's another tough decision here because you have two people that became the center of attention for us, Tommy, when we were in high school. Because you had one breaking the other's record. Who are you going to put in right field? Hank Aaron, Babe Ruth, Babe Ruth, Hank Aaron. Our friend Jeff Landon actually said, told me you got to pick Babe Ruth because he did half the games inebriated. That being said, <laughs> that being said, I'm going with Hammer and Hank. Wow, it's hard not. It's hard for me not to say Hank Aaron, but I have a different right fielder. I have to go with Tony Gwynn who, you know, could play the game at a high level, one of the greatest hitters of all time. I, I just – it just jumped at me. I got to stick – I got to have Tony Gwynn in my outfield. I'm going to put Big Poppy in my lineup as a designated hitter. David Ortiz. My designated hitter, Edgar Martinez. Not a lot of people know a lot about Martinez because his career was in Seattle out on the West Coast, late night games. You didn't see the box score early the next morning back in the old days before the Internet. But Edgar Martinez, a Hall of Famer who could really swing it. And one reason I picked Martinez, I don't know if you thought of this angle, but I already had five lefties in my lineup and three righties, so I wanted to get another righty. So I went Edgar Martinez, with all due respect to one of my favorite players of all time, Eddie Murray, who could DH and hit from both sides with power. 
but I went with Edgar Martinez. I went with David Ortiz because he dropped the F-bomb in the middle of uh, one of the ceremonies when they were talking about uh, following the Boston Marathon debacle in Boston, and he dropped the F-bomb in front of the crowd. Got to love that. <laughs> Let's go to right-handed pitcher and left-handed pitcher. Left-handed pitcher, to me, there's no question, although a lot of guys have come along and thrown the ball hard from the left-hand side of the mound. I think it all goes back to Sandy Koufax. Well, I got Koufax, and, uh, you know, his career wasn't as long, but Ron Guidry, a fellow Louisiana guy like me, had an unbelievable year. I believe it was 78. Uh, Also, Steve Carlton was very good for very long, but I got to go with Sandy Koufax uh, because he just flat out got it done just about every time he stepped on the mound. Right-handed pitcher, I'm going to call. I'm going to give that call to Bob Gibson. There's nobody else. I mean, with all due respect to Greg Maddox, I had to go Bob Gibson, the complete games, the innings pitched, uh, intimidating. They changed the rules for the guy. Yeah, the he, guy they lowered was so the mound. so good in 68, they changed, they lowered the mound because he was too good. Right, yeah, that that says that that's the end of the story right there. He he caused baseball to lower the mound. So you got to go Bob Gibson. All right, I didn't put on the list for you, but relief pitcher not named Riviera. Wow, relief pitcher not named Holy smokes! I'm going to throw in Lee Smith. I thought Lee. Wait, I didn't put that on the list for you, but I'm going with Lee Smith. I I like Lee Smith, a great reliever. I like I like Goose Gossage. You know, back when relievers threw two and three innings, not two batters, but uh, wow. I mean, I, that, that's a tough one there. But Rivera, I mean, his record speaks for itself. Well, that's, I'm going that, that's what I'm you got to say. Yeah. Relief yeah, not named Rivera. Rivera. Yeah, yeah, well, then I'll go I'll go uh, Goose Gossage or Lee Smith. All right. Now, Manager. who are you going to put in the dugout? So, to me, I, I thought this through, and this is not a homer going on here. I'm going to call – I'm going to put Sparky in the dugout. And here's why I'm going to put Sparky in the dugout, not because he managed the Big Red Machine, but because on the Big Red Machine, he had the largest group of egos that have ever been assembled on a baseball team. And if anybody can get those guys together, put them on the field, and make them work in one thing, it was Sparky Anderson. That's why I'm going to put Sparky Anderson in the dugout. I, I, you know, Sparky was great, no question. He'd be very close to the top of my list. But my manager is a guy who, kind of like Willie Stargell, I had many adult beverages with and spent about five hours with this guy. And uh, the stories that he told me were unbelievable. His record speaks for itself. Extremely controversial, but I put Billy Martin in the dugout. Well, you'd have to fire him four times during the season to get through the <laughs> season if you were if your Steinbrenner was your owner. We were, well, we, were having, we were having drinks at a restaurant at a table, and uh, Billy Martin went to grab his uh, Jack Daniels, and he spilled it, okay? And the waiter comes by, and Billy says, hey, we need a new table. This one spills drinks. And then uh, <laughs> he, he, he said, hey, he says, I want another Jack Daniels, and I want you to give me a double. And the waiter said, Mr. Martin, you, you've been drinking doubles for two hours. He said, give me a triple. Well, the the as we're telling the stories, the one story that Tommy Lasorda told that night was in some minor league game in Binghamton, New York. He let a pitch get away from him, and he hit Billy, and Billy charges him out, and they had a fight on the mound. And he remembers saying, 
Billy, you weren't that good. I really didn't mean to hit you. You weren't good enough that I that I tried to hit you to get you off the plate. So, uh, lots yeah. of Billy Martin stories going around. Hey, this is a great game that you can play. Encourage you to do it. Go to the Hall of Fame website. If you go to Baseball Hall of Fame, they actually have all the Hall of Famers by position. It won't give you Veda Pinson, but it should. Rick, you have a great day. We look forward to another episode of Chin Music real soon. We will talk to you next week. Oh, 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 oh,